The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Here is your host of Plant Profits, Bert Miller. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller from Protus Global, your host on Plant Profits. Uh, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. And we have those folks on because they are at the forefront of creating real companies and really cr- creating real career opportunities. Now, today we have another outstanding female leader in the industry. She is a PR and communications maven, bringing 25 plus years of experience. Uh, but before we start, uh, I want to give you some uh, social media places to follow. Follow me on uh, Instagram at Bert Miller, B-E-R-T Miller, P-G. And send us your questions and comments for the show using the hashtag plant profits. Share that with your friends, family, your social circle. Share it some more. Uh, we need to bring this message to as many people as possible. So on today's show, we have Gia Moron. She is the Executive Vice President for Women Grow and also the founder and CEO of GVM Communications. Gia is a PR and communications expert, bringing 25 years plus years experience. And she has been with Women Grow since 2017. And she is passionate both about the cannabis space and mentoring women entrepreneurs. You can find out more about Gia and her events. You go to www womengrow.com and her social platforms are Instagram at womengrow and on Twitter at womengrow. Hi Gia, thanks for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what I'd like to do is take a moment for uh, you to chance to introduce Women Grow to our listeners and then we'll jump into some questions. Absolutely. So Women Grow. So Women Grow was founded in 2014 in Denver, Colorado, and it was created to connect, educate, empower, and inspire the next generation of cannabis leaders. So the name oftentimes is misunderstood as women growing cannabis, but we're actually growing leaders. And the reason behind that is that what the initial founders saw is that there were many men that were leading the industry and not enough women representation. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is to invite and bring more women to the forefront of this industry. No, that's great. And and thanks for sharing that with us. And I think uh, some of the things that you shared with us, Gia, uh, in that opening is really the connect and educate and inspire. Uh, In particular, as we're looking at the, cannabis industry and the passion that it takes uh, for that industry. I think that's, uh, that's a great cause. So thank you very much. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. So now it's almost June, Gia, and uh, you guys have a big event coming up with uh, the Women Grow Leadership Summit uh, right in DC. Tell us about the event and uh, how people can register. Sure. So we're really excited about this. This is the first time Uh, in our six years of having the Leadership Summit that we're actually doing it on the East Coast. So 
for us, this is a first. Um, and the reason being is that we're seeing more uh, a legalization happening on the East Coast. Uh, and it's somewhat reflecting of what we saw in the early days on the West Coast. Having our leadership summit in Washington, D.C., for us presents a new message, right? It's not only mm -hmm. about legalization, right. but if you think about this year, the number of presidential candidates that are really talking about legalization and marijuana. So what we, our intention is to have hundreds of women, thousands of women descend on Washington, D.C., June 7th and 8th, uh, where we will have our day one of lightning talks, which is our spin of TED-style uh, talks, as well as fireside chats with uh, industry business leaders. And so that's more of our empowerment day, our inspiration day. And then day two is more focused on our panels, our workshops, and our experience track, focused on business, on wellness, on policy. And, um, and, and that's the day where the education really comes forward. Whereas attendees have an opportunity to sit in on uh, panel discussions or do more of a classroom style through our workshops and then kind of get their hands dirty in whatever uh, uh, events we and uh, breakouts we have in terms of our um, uh, experience track. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, again, this is our sixth year doing it. We're doing it on the East Coast, and we're really excited about this because we're seeing, as, as um, I'm not sure where you all are located, but I'm in New York City, so we're talking about legalization here in New York. You're right. hearing it in New Jersey. We're hearing it in Connecticut, and we're talking about adult use, right? As well as Pennsylvania right now is talking about adult use legalization. So we thought this year more than ever was so important to bring our summit where people can find, by the way, I know you asked me, more information at wgsummit.com or they can visit our website, womengrow.com for more information. No, that's great. And I think what you shared uh, is actually the momentum that is um, in, in, in flux right now in terms of what people are, uh, the, the, the information that's behind the legalization. Are you finding that in 2019 that the momentum is picking up and that we are starting to move the ball down the field? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think when I look at conversations year to year, the conversation we're even having now I wasn't having last year. Right. Right. And so we are seeing um, more awareness coming to the forefront. I think the more our local officials and our you know, uh, national officials are really talking about legalization, I think that's waking up a lot of people. I also think the news coverage on the industry, if you're hearing, you know, I, I hear people who just like will mention some of these big names and, and I'm surprised because, I mean, over a year ago, no one knew about most of these companies unless mm -hmm. you were in the industry. But I'm referring to people in the mainstream who are just beginning to understand what a canopy growth is, who a Tilray is, who's, who, who MedMen is, or even who's Women Grow. So I think that we're really 
making some strides in terms of awareness and, and what that we've gone beyond just uh, consumer uh, conversations to business conversations in cannabis. Yeah, 2019, it's so true, isn't it, G? And that if you think about uh, Protus Global, when we got in the business, uh, we got we uh, made a conscious, intentional decision two years ago. And we uh, built our firm really around working with mainstream companies. And so we had a, a meeting to decide if we wanted to work to help uh, our cannabis potential clients grow their businesses. We made that move two years ago. I bring that up, Gia, because you've already alluded to it. If we just go back 15, 16 months ago, we had candidates worried about leaving the CPG industry mm-hmm. to come over uh, in terms of uh, the brands uh, in, the, in the CPG industry coming over. And then what that would do if they wanted to get back uh, on the, in CBG, what being in cannabis on their resume might do today we are, we're not seeing that. We're seeing really a more of the opposite and that uh, people are seeing the momentum and the flux. So I uh, appreciate that, that, that information. No, so, thank you. So when you think about Women Grow, what really drove you to join Women Grow? So I would say it was, I, I saw early on the business opportunity. Uh, I, I was one initially surprised that marijuana, right, which was being mm-hmm. talked about on stations like CNBC and Bloomberg back in um, 2014, I was shocked. And what made me become more interested was I thought, wow, this reminds me of like the tech boom, right? And, right. and how those conversations were beginning to happen in terms of companies that were emerging. And I read an article about the founder, Jane West, and I looked up everything she said in the article, and that's how I came across Women Grow. I happened to have found a meeting that was happening in New York, and you have to think about it. This is like 2015. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about cannabis conversations and meetings and events, they're advertised. And, and I don't, when I mean advertised, because we still are – very limited to what we can market and advertise publicly, but it's a heck of a lot easier to find that information in 2019 than we did in 2015. And when I discovered meetings were happening in in New York, um, specifically, it was held in a loft. And it, I mean, I was so surprised in entering the room because I couldn't believe the number of people there. I just felt like we were still hiding right at that time because it was still so much of a stigma right what i i just wanted to add but what i learned about it at that moment was that there weren't enough women in the industry and i realized wow this is the place i want to be i want to be with women who are helping other women get into this um into this space no that's outstanding and when i think about dei Diversity for those for listeners mm-hmm. out there, uh, DEI is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important um, for the, and what an opportunity, right, in this industry. And in terms of the talent attraction space and in women grow, you're doing a lot of extensive work in the space. What have you learned around DEI throughout the process the last couple of years, three or four years you've been part of it? Huh. What have I learned? Um, 
I'm going to surprise you and, oh, or maybe this isn't a surprise. So I'm happy that we're dealing with this topic now Mm -hmm. because what I'm seeing is so early on, you know, we noticed there were a number of men in the forefront and we realized we need to get more women. And then we really to, we needed to really address the elephant in the room in terms of there are a number of people who've been incarcerated for the very same thing that we're, that's going legal. Correct. So the interesting thing is that there are people who are complaining of lack of diversity and inclusion. But when I look at other industries, they're still dealing with that. And they've been in existence probably way longer than 25, 30, 40 years. I'm proud that we're addressing this head on now. Because I have faith and I believe that in the next five years, we will not have this issue because we're addressing it now. We're holding people accountable now and we're calling them out to say, we're not seeing enough women in the forefront. We're not seeing enough people of color in the forefront. And we have to make sure that equity is being handled in the appropriate manner, meaning that um, that that it's really impacting communities and opportunities are being presented to communities of color who have been left out of other industries. Yeah, without question. And uh, the, w- the women that we do have, Gia, that are leading some companies are highly visible women that are making a huge impact and, and truly leading. And so um, I, I, I'm I am not surprised that you find some pride in the fact of where this is going. And, uh, and again, kudos to women grow as you guys are addressing this head on. All right. You're listening to Gia Maron. You can find more on women grow at Instagram under, uh, at women grow and on Twitter at women grow. So when we come back from break, we'll continue to dig into a little bit of the DNI and talk about, uh, an event that uh, Women Grow was a part of. You're listening to P- P- Plant Profits, and remember to follow me on social media at Burt Miller PG. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. The National Cannabis Industry Association's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and take part in the most influential, award-winning cannabis conference and trade show hosted by the cannabis industry's only National Trade Association. NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs. Arrive early so you can participate in our pre-conference workshops and off-site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? 
Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host, Burt Miller from Protus Global. You can send comments and questions to me at Burt Miller PG. Now we're back with Gia Maron. She's the Executive Vice President for Women Grow and the founder and CEO of GVM Communications. So ABC News said how one company is helping females in the cannabis industry break the grass ceiling. And this is a quote from Gia. I hope it's, I hope it's, I hope you're quoted correctly, Gia. At first glance, emerging industries are often assumed to be more diverse, but black markets and farms are often dominated by men and the cannabis industry traditionally has roots in both, which is why GM Rome is concerned about women taking a back seat. So, we left off talking a little bit about that, Gia. Mm-hmm. And tell me a little bit about that quote. So, I mean, I, I, I'd say I wouldn't change a thing. It's actually, it's correct. <laughs> but, you know, we, we already seen women already being pushed aside in this industry. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem for several reasons. This plant is a medicine. And what we know for certain is that oftentimes women are the caregivers of their families. They're decision makers who are looking after their family members, their children or themselves or their, their, their significant others. And here we have a plant that can provide medicine to whole families where oftentimes women are making those decisions. To push women aside in the decision-making of legalization, whether adult use or medicinal, really sounds insane in today's day and age, Uh right? And so why shouldn't we be not only at the table, but at the forefront of the decision-making? This plan itself, if we're looking at it from a medicinal standpoint, helps many women with, with, with various medical issues. And it's now the time for us to stand up for ourselves and not have anyone else speak on our behalf to say, this is what helps us. This is what makes us feel better. This is what aids our children and our families. And we need to be at the table as this decision is being made. So from a medicinal standpoint, we absolutely should not be pushed aside but absolutely at the table. But from a business standpoint, 
we're seeing time and time again where women are not getting as much capital in support of their businesses. They're not receiving the same type of pipeline to resources and even opportunities as our male counterparts have. Mm -hmm. And it's now gotten to the point where we're seeing even women in Congress standing up for this industry and even for women. And we appreciate that because what time better than now than to speak up about this? No, there's not a better time, Gia, and that's well said. Um, And when you think about Women Grow and what you're working on, what do you think uh, that you guys can do now over the next several months to year that can have the biggest impact? That's a great question. Um, I first start off in saying that because it's such an instrumental year in terms of our who could become our next president, we're looking at who is speaking to us specifically, meaning not just to women, but also to our industry. Because it's we're at a critical turning point. Because once this industry becomes federally legal, that could very much change the landscape of what we're seeing already. And so it's important for us to actually look at it from the political landscape, from the business landscape, uh, as well as from the medical. And I think right now what women are doing is we're looking at our candidates. We're looking at what research is coming out to the forefront or, or emerging, actually, and really pushing for more women leadership and not just leading businesses, but also on boards. So Women Grow is doing its best to make sure that we are supporting women, making sure that we are pushing more women to the forefront and that those who are, who are challenged in any, in any way, that we are getting behind them to uplift them and to provide them with the best support that we can to help them get to that next level. Yes, 2019 continues to be a very interesting year, and it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds, I should say. Uh, When you think about what you're doing, Gia, at Women Grow, and you alluded to this earlier of other sectors of business, uh, maybe even within CPG or other industries uh, that have attempted for many, many, many years to have this transformation uh, around DEI, in this case, particularly women leaders. Um, why is this industry going to be different versus the others? Is it because of some of the women leaders that are already out there, uh, along with people like you and your organization to be visible and participate uh, or something else? I, I would answer this several ways. We're not just targeting one specific demographic within our gender we're really inviting all women to the table. Uh So that's the first thing. It's the first industry that I've seen where women are not aging out. We're still so early in the development of this industry that it's really all hands on deck. So I'm seeing women and we're seeing women and women grow um, who are coming, returning from out of retirement that see an opportunity to lend their skill set. We're also seeing young women who are in undergraduate and graduate school saying, hey, what is is the opportunity for me in this industry? So we're actually able to bridge generations together. And I think that that is really important. 
oftentimes we end up being divided, whereas this is a time we can really all work together to lift ourselves. Um, so I hope that answers the question. It does. It does. And I think it does start the educational system in uh have you seen universities start to create uh, and develop curriculums around this industry? The answer is yes. And I'll tell you what's interesting that happened last year. Um, so following our leadership summit, which was typically held in February, um, this is the first year we're holding it in June. But last year we were a part of the Yale School of Business's first cannabis conference. And we thought that that was really interesting. They reached out um, to me and, uh, and, and asked if we could help diversify their lineup of speakers and not just from women, but also from, from uh, people of color. And that was huge for us uh, because it really allowed us to um, get in front of, you know, not only graduate students, but also faculty and really highlight our skill sets. Uh, and it also spoke a lot about the school itself for having the foresight to see the importance of the subject matter. Um, so I'd say that we're beginning to see more universities, um, whether from community college to your Ivies, that are having not only these conversations, but also are looking at why it's probably now the time to begin to, to, to include cannabis education as part of uh, their curriculum. And then I'd also want to add, um, this is separate from the university level, but this year, Women Grow actually partnered with a faith-based organization, so a church, to have the first cannabis conference. So that's never happened anywhere in the country, and we're really proud of that. But what came from that were also students who said, I didn't realize that studying molecular biology, or if I even got that title right, right. But, you know, <laughs> uh, but basically like they, they met chemists, they met uh, um, uh, doctors, uh, MDs rather, they met uh, attorneys and accountants and realizing that what they were currently studying in undergrad and graduate school, they could actually apply to our, in, our industry. No, that's great, Gia. What I'd like to do when we come back from break, uh, I'd like to dig into the coverage because you guys did receive a lot of coverage um, when you were partnering to hold that summit uh, uh, at the church. And I'd love to go into that a little deeper. So uh, we're going to go to break. You're listening to Gia Moron. You can find her on, at Women Grow uh, on Instagram at Women Grow and Twitter at Women Grow. Again, when we come back, we'll dig into that. Uh, you're listening to Plant Profits, and remember to follow me on social media at Burt Miller PG. We will be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. In 2018, the National Cannabis Industry Association saw a 60% increase in congressional co-sponsorship of their priority legislation, the federal legalization of hemp, as well as the election of a new Congress expected to be more cannabis friendly. NCIA will host our ninth annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days, May 21st through 23rd in Washington, D.C. Join in 
advocate for our industry, and forge a unified front with the industry's most politically engaged leaders. NCIA members from across the country descend on Capitol Hill for our annual Lobby Days event to tell their stories and advocate for federal reforms needed for our industry to reach its full potential. Make your plans now to be at the National Cannabis Industry Association's 9th Annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days in Washington, D.C. Register for Lobby Days and learn how NCIA works to advance the cannabis industry's policy agenda every day at www.thecannabisindustry.org slash lobbydays2019. Cannabis industry professionals, want to gain some new leads? Make genuine business connections and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. Plant Profits. I'm your host, Burt Miller from Protus Global, and you can send comments and questions to me at Burt Miller PG. All right, we're back with uh, Gia Moron. She's the Executive Vice President of Women Grow and founder and CMO of GVM Communications. And we left off, uh, Gia, we we're talking, I wanted to come back to the, co- the coverage that you guys received uh, in doing the things, uh, and, and again, you mentioned, we talked about education, faith-based opportunities. And I know you guys held a summit and did some work at a church. Tell us what was the catalyst to do that and and what came out of that? Sure. So the pastor of the church, uh, who I'd say is pretty progressive, um, really stays on top of what's really happening, you know, outside of of, of church, of course, right? But really looking at the business Mm -hmm. market, making sure that, his congregation is plugged in and we gave him such huge kudos for being open to having this conversation at his church and not just a conversation, but a full day. He basically opened the doors to his building and said, bring your experts in and I'll open this up to the community for free and, and just, you know, share with us, the topics you believe that are important. And we had, you know, industry leaders fly in from as far as Portland, Oregon and California to mm-hmm. um, or, uh, uh, Orlando, Florida. So, I mean, just leaders from across the country were so excited for this opportunity because I think we have individually been trying to connect and make that entryway into a church 
And here we had a yes. And so it was like, let's jump in all at once and, and bring our best uh, because perhaps we can really shift and change some minds. And I believe we did that day. So if it weren't for the pastor being open, I don't think this opportunity would have been possible. That's great. And um, that, that is, uh, it's important. And I think as more faith-based organizations uh, learn more about this, uh, this industry and the medicinal qualities of the plant, I think you will see uh, a shift. And not only that, but the introduction of the category more and more into mainstream. Uh, hey, can I just add something yeah, to that? I think the difference is, is that we weren't speaking at the attendees. I think oftentimes when we're trying to shift minds, we're speaking at people versus sharing our experience and what brought us here. And I think when people are able to relate to our experiences, then they feel less pushed or forced, but they feel like there's um, some similarities between us. And I think that was the difference. Uh, well, it, it's it's so authentic, right? And mm-hmm. when people hear, you know, what you feel and uh, and what you felt and and you and what you found through your own experiences, uh, they can start to relate and reconcile that for themselves. So that's a great, great point. Um, we've t- I have two questions before we look to get out of here. Okay. Uh, one is. Um, we talked very little about GVM communications. So anything you want to say about uh, your career there and, and <laughs> you running the communication? Sure. Uh, you know, what's interesting is, you know, I started GVM communications before getting into women grow. Uh, mm-hmm. And I actually expanded that business um, in 2015. So the same time that I found women grow um, and my first Women Grow meeting, as a matter of fact, I actually walked out with three clients. So I really walked into my first Women Grow meeting believing that I had to cultivate and or own a dispensary. And in that meeting, that's where I learned that public relations, branding, and business development were necessary. And from that, someone grabbed my hand and said, let me introduce you to a couple of people. And these were early starting businesses. Um, I'd have to say, unfortunately, they, they um, are not, you know, that they're not doing the same type of business today. But right. it, it was eye opening to me to realize, oh, I didn't have to change drastically what I was doing. I just had to expand into it. Uh, and so with that, I've had clients in the industry since 2015. Uh, my clients are across the country, which is awesome to me because it allows me to continue learning about not only the businesses themselves, but also the state to state regulations, which is so key, especially for a non-federally regulated industry. It's so important to understand what those laws are from state to state. And uh, so like right now, I've got an amazing client, um, Alara Holistic, which is in Pennsylvania. Uh, and I'm, that's why I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about our leadership summit because I'm learning about what's <laughs> happening in the state of Pennsylvania because of my client. Uh, I've worked with Simply Pure out of um, Denver, Colorado, uh, and um, which is led by um, Wanda James. I've worked with um, National Holistic um, Healing Center in Washington, DC, uh, and, and many others in the industry. Uh, so it's been an amazing um 
journey because it allows me to continue to work within the cannabis industry, but I still have clients outside of the industry. So it allows me to still understand and become plugged in to the, the um, developments that are happening, whether if it's in finance, technology, or within entrepreneurship overall. Well, that's great. And I think the work, the work that you do uh, inside or outside will continue to develop what you do every day that will make a difference at Women Grow. Uh, real quick, we're down to about a minute. Um, and I just have one question. Who do you, when, when you want to go to somebody for your own advice or to get advice, I should say, Gia, who's a person you lean on? Persons. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Persons. Everybody I ask says that. That's great. Yeah, you, you know what I learned early on, especially in, in finding mentors, I was told early on in my career, find mentors that look like me, that don't look like me, and that have very different experiences outside of my industry. That's a great, that, that's a great definition and one that uh, we, m many of us could use, including our listeners, I'm sure. Well, that's it. That's all of our time we have today. Gia, thank you so much for spending time with us on Plant Profits. Uh, remember to check us out, uh, uh, or actually check out Gia at www.womengrow.com. And of course, don't forget to hit me up on Instagram as well with your comments and questions. You can find me at Bert Miller PG and use the hashtag plant profits, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S to stay in the know. Thanks for turning in and catch you guys on next week's show. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.